This is Station Manager Larry Frumpkin. I hope you're ready for part two of our captivating interview with Dirty Earl Magnum on Stagnant Air with Molly Black. If you folks are just tuning in, we left off in the late 60s. Earl left his heart in San Francisco for a fresh new start down in sunny L.A. with his buddy Charlie. From KLAM Radio in San Ranchito, this is Stagnant Air with Molly Black. I'm Molly Black. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dirty Earl Magnum. Magnum is celebrating a 10-year run of nightly shows with his band, The Six Shooters, at the fabulous Dry Arroyo Casino here in San Ranchito. Dirty Earl is best known for his 1973 hit, She Said She Wanted It. He's had two number one country hits, and this year released a new solo recording of his 70s hits on the album titled Just Earl. Now, Earl, San Ranchito is home to another country music legend, your ex-wife, the talented Bonnie Magnum, who also grew up in San Ranchito. But you two met in Los Angeles. Tell me, how did that happen? Well, Molly, I had parted ways with old Charlie Manson mm. and just moved into a men's hotel in Angelino Heights. Mm. And you see, my neighbor Lester was a bouncer at the Mayan Theater. Now, he'd seen me picking on that guitar I'd stolen from Jericho, and he said he could get me in to see Buck Owens, if I was interested. Oh. Some guys in the can were real hot on Buck back when he was doing all that rockabilly. So I thought, hell, why not? Mm. Went down with Lester and got settled backstage, and there she was. Oh. Molly, she was really something, and a great singer, too. In those days, her name was Bonnie Guitar. She was barely 16 years old and opening for Buck Owens. Really something. The crazy thing was, I knew the guitar family from back in San Ranchito. Oh. Her dad, Jackie, and I picked a lot of grapes together in the old days. Mm. Earl, tell me, was it love at first sight? Well, let me tell you, Molly. She's the only woman I've ever held out for. I mean, four days without sticking it in. Mm. It was a real test. Felt like Christ in the wilderness. Mm. On the fourth day, we got married, and damned if she didn't get pregnant that night. Oh. Jackie wasn't too keen on it, even though we were old friends. Mm. Having kids changes you, I guess. <laughs> you know, it was Bonnie that really turned me on to music. She had an ear, set all my first songs to music. Mm. People couldn't get enough of her back then, so she added me to the tour so we could be together, and turns out... One half bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, how was it playing second fiddle during those early years? I mean, when I was a teenager, I saw her play at the Coliseum to a crowd of thousands. She had a string of number one country hits. I loved listening to It's Me That Keeps the Lights On, which, for those of you that don't know, is a double entendre about a cheating husband and the woman who supports him financially. How much does that song reflect your life together? Well, Molly, Bonnie was real modest, you know. She was always nursing one kid and spanking the other. She was real grounded and helped me get my career off the ground so that she could take care of those kids. Mm. It's me that keeps the light on. I, I always loved that song. Played it once a night with my six shooters. Mm. Now, Earl, 
It wasn't until 1973 when your song, Motherload, was used as the theme for a hit TV show of the same name that you became famous in your own right. Mm. Now, how did this come about? Well, Bonnie and me had bought a big old mansion in Laurel Canyon. Our neighbor was Horace Livingston from uh, CBS. Mm. See, I, I think he really took a shine into old Bonnie. Always turning up in the yard and we'd be picking and singing. Oh. Horace was hot on having Bonnie write a song for the new TV show, but network wanted a male voice, so Bonnie suggested my old song, Motherload, about my working days. And uh, It really is a great song. And who knew that Motherload would become the longest-running Western TV show in history, having been on the air for 42 years. We're going to play a clip from that familiar song now. It's time for a commercial break. Don't touch that dial. There's more stagnant air coming right up. They say out in San Ranchito that anywhere you go, you are only 10 minutes from death. Don't walk in the desert sun by yourself. Pull up a tanning bed at the Wake and Bake. San Ranchito's combination sun salon and coffee clash. Grab a latte for a light tan or a mocha for a deep tan. All served in our signature spill-proof palm tree mugs. Rub elbows and oils with San Ranchito's bronze gods and goddesses over a steaming cup of joe. You're sure to meet all your best friends at the Wake and Bake, your one-stop shop for sipping and sunning. Don't forget to order a Grand Decimo and get a free UV upgrade. Wake and Bake... Wake and bake where all your dreams come true. Coffee and tanning, tanning and planning to have a cup of joe with you. Located at the mall. Um, hello. I'm Kurt Kuttenberg of Kurt Kuttenberg's Yoga Station. Ho, 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 ho. I used to be a Class C powerlifter until I slipped a disc. Then my lifting days were over. Ho, It's been five years since my first yoga experience at Export Fitness in Rancho Pimentiento. Truly transformative. Um, uh, hoo, hoo, 
Oh, yeah. My stress levels were through the roof. I was a real hothead, speeding on the freeway, punching walls, kicking cactuses until I found the balancing oneness and practicing yoga. Um, uh, Once you integrate mind, body, and shanty spirit, you'll receive the yoga gift of nature poetry. Oh, oh. I offer chair yoga, CrossFit X yoga, the valley's only hot yoga in my original yoga sauna, and of course, deep cleansing pretzel yoga. Come into Kurt Gunberg's yoga station. Find me in the mall above the coffee gallery. Classes offered every hour on the hour from 5 a.m. till noon. need a tan but you don't need a coffee but you do need a wig come to tracy's wig and tan i'm tracy be sure to come in on topical tuesdays for our buy one get one half off tell them tracy sent you i'm tracy hate your pate get a wig this is stagnant air with molly black i'm molly black If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dirty Earl Magnum. Magnum is celebrating a 10-year run of nightly shows with his band, The Six Shooters, at the fabulous Dry Arroyo Casino here in San Ranchito. Dirty Earl is best known for his 1973 hit, She Said She Wanted It. He's had two number one country hits and this year released a new solo recording of his 70s hits on the album titled Just Earl. Now, Earl, it was Horace Livingston that first brought you to the Scientology Center. How was that? Yep. Now, Horace, he was a good man. Seemed to think I was getting a little reckless with my health and with Bonnie, so he Set me up with a fella at the Celebrity Center. Mm. Let me tell you, Molly, they can really make you feel good about yourself, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> Got back on the bottle again, and between that and all the auditing down on Franklin, I was really strapped for cash. Mm. Leaned on old Bonnie again. Oh, bless her. She had my back. Now, Earl, you and Bonnie went bankrupt shortly before you were arrested again for drunken disorderly conduct. What was that like? Yeah, we really hit a low point. Mm. When Bonnie and our nine children came to bail me out, that's when she said, Earl, that's it. Oh. She left me and headed back to San Ranchito. Guess she was tired of all my drinking, fighting, and the brood of hens and chicks I kept on the side. Mmm. Ah. After Mother Load was released, you had a few years of hits with Tara Hoot Nanny, and she said she wanted it. But it seems like you never wrote another original song after Bonnie left you. Uh, I mean, if my wife of 10 years were to leave me, it would just be devastating. Tell me, Earl, what was going on in your head at that moment? Well, you know, Molly, it was rough. And I'll tell you where I felt really bad between my waist and my knees. There was just an empty feeling deep in my pockets. Mm. Old Horace had my back when I was feeling the pain of child support. Mm. Mm, Well, and you know he had his fingers in everything. Hooked me up with Chevy O cigarettes to rework my hit song Motherload for a new ad campaign Mm. of theirs. Let's listen to that ad now. 
I'm Dirty Earl, and I've been smoking Chevio cigarettes since I was 10 years old. Chevio, the only choice for a man. I'm Dirty Earl Magnum. I'm a man, and I know I I've got that Chevio. I've got that Chevio. I've got Chevio. My guest today is Dirty Earl Magnum. Mm. So, Earl, you got kicked out of Scientology. Was that before or after your relationship with Linda Ronstad? Well, Molly, they kicked me out right after that Chevy O deal. Mm. Well, with all the kids, couldn't pay for no more of their services, so asked me to leave. Linda Ronstad was a few years later. She was dating old Governor Moonbeam at the time, mm. but also making time with me. Mm. Only lasted a few months, but you know that song, Your Cheating Heart? Mm. She wrote that about me. You mean the Patsy Cline song. Her name's Linda, Molly. <laughs> Anywho, met up with my old pal Chips Moman, who suggested I release a new album of cover songs. You mean Chips Moman, the producer? And you're referencing your 1982 album, Dirty Earl Sings Hank, a Hank Williams cover album, which received moderate praise from critics. Yep, sure was fun singing all those old-timey songs. Mm. Now, it's Chips who also hooked me up with the Highwaymen. You know, I was supposed to be on that track. Mm. Was a founding member and recorded with those guys. In fact, it was Johnny Cash who first turned me on to cocaine. Oh. Things went a little haywire after that. Ha 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 ha. Mmm. It must have been amazing to work with such country legends. Now, Earl, The Highwaymen was the only song you did with the supergroup. Why was that? What happened? Well, Molly, those boys were such divas, Willie, oh. with all that hair. So I yanked his braid. So what? Johnny was just real fucked up that time. Thought I cheated him out of some money on a drug deal. Plus I accidentally spilled some bleach on that damn black suit of his. Mm. Now Waylon, he's a hell of a man. Mm. He just plain didn't like me. Who knows why? And well, you know, Molly, sometimes you're recording and getting real deep in that song and you just want to do a few lines off your producer's ass, mm. you know? And Chips, well, Chips is a great guy, but he didn't take too kindly to it come in there the next day and they got that hat Chris Christopherson singing about some damn sailor or something. Mm, wasn't right. Man with the same name front and back just ain't right. Mm. Let's listen to Dirty Earl's long lost verse from the 1985 classic The Highwaymen. I was a barber Cut a man's hair every day And sometimes they wouldn't pay Many a young man lost his scalp into my blade Gave them a quick shave even through their hair I would wave Townsfolk didn't like my fate so I got killed But I'm living still There's more stagnant air wafting your way after a brief message from our sponsors. 
Back in the 1880s, our founding forefathers had a vision. They knew that a church only needed to be open one day a week, Sunday. Building costs was great in those days, and they just couldn't fund a shiny new building that would only be open one day a week. While they were mired in their foolishness, the Lord appeared and reminded them that a bank would never open on Sundays. So they did a visionary thing and opened two in one, saving on construction costs and later, air conditioning. At the Intimate Covenant Christ Union and Bank, your heart and your checkbook are forever linked to Jesus Christ, our Lord, and an intimate covenant. At the Intimate Covenant Christ Union and Bank, all your faith-based and fiduciary needs are covered. No collection plates necessary. With a direct deposit tithe, the covenant that our founder, J. Vernon McGee, established with Christ was so intimate, so tender, yet powerful. The hand of Jesus Christ reached down from on high and touched Jay so intimately and vigorously that his very body shook with its thunder. This thunder sealed the intimate covenant and assured that the intimate covenant Christ Union and Bank would forever be in the Lord's warm, moist embrace. Open yourselves to this intimate covenant seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Looking for a relationship and not a religion? We all know that Jesus hated religion. I'm Pastor Travis. Come to Intimate Covenant Christ Union and Bank and learn about the rapture, free checking accounts, tribulations, money market savings bonds, the second coming of Christ, low interest home loans, and much, much more. Won't you believe in Jesus Christ today? From the same guys who brought you my morning pot, we bring you our new venture in microbrewing, my morning brew. I'm Jake. And I'm Steve. We made the move from nugs to hugs. Oh, snap. We made the move from nugs to hops and became brew, master brew bros in mom's dank garage. Sure, it's been an educational four months and our IPAs are the dankest. No doubt. My personal fave is our magic carpet pale ale. Gotta say, I really love our Jerry Berry Cherry Stout. Definitely, def, def a fave of mine. Also got a shout out to our Dark Star Porter. So dank. All you hopheads, swing by and get mellow in our Blacklight Chill Zone Man Cave. Ladies always welcome. It'd sure be cool if some ladies came by. Sure would. Find your boys and maybe some ladies. After every afternoon from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. at my morning brew. Oh man, our name makes no sense. We're open in the afternoon. Why is it my morning brew? Dude, dude, dude. What? Branding. Oh. Branding. We're the dudes from my morning pot. It'd be too confusing to change our brand. Jeez. Plus, my main man Rico already made the sign. Oh, I get it. Cool. Dank. So, come 
Come get your brew in Mom's Super Chill Garage at 2023 Agave Way. BYO Chair, we've got the brews. This is Stagnant Air with Molly Black. I'm Molly Black. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dirty Earl Magnum. Magnum is celebrating a 10-year run of nightly shows with his band, The Six Shooters, at the fabulous Dry Arroyo Casino here in San Ranchito. Dirty Earl is best known for his 1973 hit, She Said She Wanted It. He's had two number one country hits and this year released a new solo recording of his 70s hits on the album titled Just Earl. Now, Earl, after leaving The Highwaymen, you had difficulty finding a producer who would work with you. But in 1991, you worked with Mark Taylor, who later went on to reinvent Cher's career with Believe in 1998. What was it like working with him? Well, Molly, I met Mark while we were taking in a titty show. He just blew into L.A. from England and was looking for a real American experience. Oh, now, Mark and I got to talking. He was trying to break into the music industry with a real American sound. You know, I wasn't working at the time, so I said, hell, why not work with this Brit? Mm. You know, it was the early 90s, and everyone was hot on Michael Bolton and Paula Abdul. And while everyone still wanted to dance like it was the 70s, Mark only knew my one song. She said she wanted mm. it. And I thought it was real natural for the clubs. Molly, he... Turned it into a real dance hit. Let's listen to a clip of 1991's remix of 1973's She Said She Wanted It. to change genres like that. Did it still feel like Dirty Earl's music? Well, Molly, I never was too precious about my music. I was just looking for a hit, you know, keep up old child sport. You know, it was pretty big in the gay clubs in Italy, mm. but that was about it. Saw how those ladies, Dolly Parton and Mariah Carey, were cashing in on Christmas, mm. so I told Mark, Earl loves Christmas too. Ooh. Wasn't too shabby either. All the writing was already done. I did a little singing. Mark threw in a few dance licks, and there it was. Mm. Thing was, Mark was always wanting to hire the best biz, and that'll cost you. Didn't break even on that one. I was uh, down and out yet again. After that, your career really took a sharp turn. 
and you began acting, of all things. What was that like? Well, I met this fella at the Cowboy Palace Saloon in the valley. Mm. Went there a lot. All my drinks were on the house. Now, this fella, Wilson Abbott, he was in television and was a, was a real big fan of mine. Mm. He said they were looking for somebody to play a cowboy ghost for the daytime soap, the bold and the restless, and I'd be perfect for the role. Ooh. I just love Dynasty. Watched it when I woke every day. Molly, acting is so easy. Mm. I just had to stand there with my hat on and say, I know what you did. Ooh. Easiest money I ever made. Said I was really good, too. Well, what's really interesting is that your cowboy ghost was so popular that there was a period in the mid-1990s where you were appearing on primetime sitcoms or dramas almost every night of the week. What were your favorite roles during those years? Well, that's right, Molly. My cowboy ghost made several appearances on Walker, Texas Ranger, Dr. Mm. Quinn Medicine Woman, Dawson's Creek, and Full House. I also loved working on Tool Time with those guys. Tim the Tool Man Taylor was just a hoot. Oh. Played Al's uncle from Texas. But but what I really loved was working on Sex in the City. Mm, I played one of Carrie's boyfriends, but it was that Samantha who was really something. Real experienced lady. Mm. We were just making love on and off the camera. Molly, acting is so easy. And friends, man, that Chandler Bing was a riot. Those were good times, <laughs> Molly. Those TV people really love blow. All those coffee girls at the studios got more than coffee, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. My guest today is Dirty Earl Magnum. Now, Earl, all this success came to a screeching halt when you were arrested again, this time for indecent exposure at a Mel's Taco on La Cienega. What was that like? You know, Molly, it was the 90s. I got really into ecstasy at all these dance parties. Mm. You know, kids wearing big pants, crazy necklaces, glow sticks, what have you. It was pretty wild. Mm. Those coffee girls could really dance all night. One night, I was hungry and scooted over to Mel's Taco for a bean burrito. Now, Molly... I was in a bad way, and I just plumb took my pants off, Ooh. trying to find 50 cents, and they locked me up. Made me get clean, and, you know, the 90s, they were over all of a sudden. Mm. Nobody was too interested in Dirty Earl anymore. Packed up my shirts and Jericho's guitar and headed back to San Ranchito. Got back, and my buddy from the old days, Maurice Guadalupe, was managing the brand new Fabulous Dry Royal Casino and asked me to play a nightly gig. Mm. Molly, let me tell you, San Ranchito had really changed. Oh. The college, the casino, mm. nothing from the old days was left. Even that old gang of chuckwallas that would be sunbathing by the post office was long gone. Felt good to be back. And we're so glad to have you back. Over the last ten years, what else have you been working on here in San Ranchito? Well, Molly... I bought a piece of land up in the foothills with a house on it, tiny pool, real comfortable place in a development called Rancho Riviera. Ooh. Only half the houses have people in them, so I feel like a real king. Got it for a song, too. Let me tell you, Molly, I put all my memorabilia in my garage, making my own Graceland. I'm proud to say that Dirty Wood is open for business. 
Mm. You can swing by and see Daddy's old Mevrolet I was born in. My ghost cowboy outfit. That old quilt me and Charlie Manson made together. Oh. Linda sequin jean jacket. Ooh. Real nice autograph photo of Kim Cattrall. Mm. Plaster cast of my most famous member. Uh-huh. <laughs> and photos and donation boxes for all 87 of those little magnums out there. School ain't cheap, Molly. You really should come by. It's a sight to behold. Uh-huh. Thank you so much, Earl. Well, this was Stagnant Air with Molly Black. I'm Molly Black, and my guest today has been country music legend Dirty Earl Magnum, who's celebrating a 10-year run of nightly shows with his band, The Six Shooters, at the fabulous Dry Arroyo Casino. Dirty Earl is best known for his 1973 hit, She Said She Wanted It. He's had two number one country hits, and this year released a new solo recording of his 70s hits on the album titled Just Earl. Tomorrow on Stagnant Air with Molly Black, I interview a rising star in Hollywood, Mr. James Franco. He had a breakout role as Wilson, the volleyball, and very best friend of the one and only Mr. Tom Hanks. In the year 2000's Castaway. I'm sorry, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Wilson! Wilson! I asked Mr. Franco about his life and career in film while he was convalescing last week in the fabulous dry Arroyo Casino's Drying Out Rehab Center. KLAM Radio 109.5, San Ranchito's finest radio station. The second best news show in the Yorona Valley, Jerry's Evening News, is next with my brother, local good-for-nothing Jerry Frumpkin. Hello there. Our level's good? Yeah. Okay, everything's plugged in. Everything's going. Let me get my... Hello there, this is Faye Pringle, your Clam Radio podcast administrator and social media guru. I sure hope you've enjoyed the second part of our Stagnant Air episode with Dirty Earl. I can't believe all those fancy Hollywood types he got to meet in the 1990s. I remember when he played a cowboy ghost on my favorite show, Mad About You. I mean, I'm not usually one for meeting big shot celebrities, but... I would have chopped off my right arm to meet Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. I remember he came on toward the end of the show when Jamie and Paul have a darling daughter Mabel. It's Mabel who becomes good friends with Earl's cowboy ghost. Jamie and Paul think she's crazy, of course, until the end of the episode when the cowboy ghost saves their dog Murray from jumping out the window. He creates a blast of wind that plays his old country hits. Oh boy, it was a real hoot. Uh, Makes me laugh just thinking about it. (laughs) I wish they still made TV like that. Those Mad About You writers really know how to get me each and every time. They knew that there's nothing funnier than trying to navigate the messy path of a loving marriage. (laughs) I should know, I've been divorced twice. (laughs) 
Anyhow, please share our Clam Radio podcast with all of your friends and family on social medias. Subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And stay tuned for more on the Clammin.com soap opera. My lips are sealed. But you can ask Larry. He's not as angry as I am. Music today was composed by the fabulous Christopher Hatfield with Anna Kritschka. Vocals by Evan Kurtman and Marianne Thompson. The six shooters consist of Christopher Hatfield, Stephen Heath, David Yurkovich, and Rich Hinman. Dirty Earl's 1991 remix of She Said She Wanted It was mixed by writer Bach. Big thanks to everyone who helped out on today's episode. Your names will soon be up in shining glory in our Chorus of Angels page on the webpage. Tune in next week and you'll get to meet a real local character, Larry's twin brother, Jerry. You know it's part of Com Channel's plan to take over all media. Next, alone Wikipedia and have computers running the show so that the bigwigs can rake in the dough and control our minds and buy in habits like a bunch of rabbits in a cage. So turn that page, cause we're all just actors on the stage of life. Shakespeare. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be coming after your ear holes next week. And if you're a big fan of Dirty Earl's music, we'll be releasing his hits sometime soon on the internet. What a treat. I walked down the road, stumbled through town In search of two more swinging doors Snuck past the fire, up to the bar But they weren't serving whiskey no more The bartender said, there's beer in the back And some cigarettes left in my purse She smiled at me, and I gave her a squeeze And the black eye she gave me still Seemed like she wanted it At least that's what it sounded like I guess it was late at night Drinking there for a bit It seemed like she wanted it I guess I don't know what it is I've never been burned so fast Turns out You know, every year the fiesta, they named a chili queen. And for a couple of years there, I was making... <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> chili Rietos is like the least sexy euphemism I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Christ in the wilderness. <laughs> Christ on a stick. Yeah, like that time, that time Christ was just hanging out in the wilderness with a boner and <laughs> nothing to stick it in. Which, yeah, I think that's in uh, Ezekiel or something. 
Earl loves Christmas too. In the fucking third person. Get me one of them Christmas hits. I'm just like as I read that, I'm just imagining like what the fuck a ghost, how they would write a ghost cowboy into these shows, like Walker Texas Ranger maybe. Uh, oh my God, he was on Dawson's Creek. Yeah, 